Amber, who Friday night, we had a, a meeting for the children, and we are going to have, after the first year, we're going to have a blowout children's ministry. It is just going to be awesome for the school, for the community, for our church. It's just going to be awesome. Um, but do pray today, her little one, Moses. I love little Moses. Little Moses is, is Moses. He's going to lead us to the promised land one day. He's got, he's got this look. He can't, he's got this chair. He hates this chair. All right. He hates this chair. He's like, get me out of this chair. It's not a chair. It's a walker, I guess, type of thing. But he's got this look. Next time he's here, they're at the hospital today. That's why I mentioned it. Um, he's just had problems for, wow. But uh, do pray for them continuously and see what you can do for them because that's a lot of pressure um, on them. But um, he's got this look, and you might have noticed it. It's kind of this ornery smile. Do <laughs> you ever notice that? He's got this smile like, what you people don't understand. You could feel sorry for me all day long, but eventually I'm going to leave you in the dust. <laughs> all right? So he, just, he does. Watch him. And, and understand, as I read history, as I read great people, as I read great leaders, people who have had all the afflictions and struggles and maladies and hardships that, that he's had, those people make great people. They do. You know, so often I hear, oh, well, I've had this, I've had that. Build on it, baby, build on it. You know? I mean, and that's so important. And understand this. If you've had problems and you've had struggles and you've had maladies and you've had sickness or you've had heartache or whatever, you've got to build on that because the bottom line is that's your ministry. Amen. You know, if, if somebody is dealing with such and such and I walk up to them and they're like, well, thank you for your prayer. If you walk up to them and say, I've been set free from that. I've struggled with that or I'm still struggling with that. Sometimes you got to be honest and say, I still battle that. You know, there's a connection. Amen. You know what I'm saying? There's a connection. And man, that's important. That's so very, very, very important. If you'd like to open your Bibles, we won't get to it till the end. But if you'd like to open your Bibles, we'll be in 1 Corinthians 13, 8a. Now, when I say A, what that means is it's just the first part. All right? But I want to go back, and I want, I want you to understand that all from here all the way through the first of the year, our overarching uh, theme, our overarching passage of Scripture is going to be John 3, 16. Okay? For God so loved the world. For God so loved us. You're missing it. For God so loved you. Okay? For God so loved me. You see, I'm going somewhere with this. I really am. I'm not just a kook. The, the bottom line is, it, this is so important. For God so loved the world that he gave us the greatest gift in all the universe, the greatest gift in all the world, the greatest gift that has ever been given or will ever be given, he gave us his only begotten son. You know what that means? The dude was made out of nothing. Amen. 
okay? And we'll talk more about that next week. But this first week and, and, and throughout till the first of the year, our focus is God so loved us. He gave us his only begotten son, the greatest gift in all the universe. Don't tell me you never get good gifts. You have been given the greatest gift in all the universe. People ask me all the time, Pastor, you want me to tell people about Jesus? What do I say? Tell them, God gave you the greatest gift in all of human history, okay? And that's his son. And understand this, and you gotta say amen right after. He came to accomplish for you. He came to accomplish for us. You online, he came to accomplish for you what you could never begin to accomplish for yourself. Never. You know, but I'm a good person, not good enough. I give money to the church, not good enough. You know, I, I don't kick the dog too much, not good enough. You know, I'm, I'm kind of nice. Everybody keeps telling me I ought to be more nice. Not good enough. Here's a weird one. Here's, a, here's an encouraging fact. Your greatest effort, your greatest gift next to the holiness of God is nothing but filthy rags. It, when it comes to making you right with him, when it comes to saving you, your best effort doesn't work. I keep hearing people, well, you know, I think when I get there, I'll be okay. Really? Here's the cool part. You can know you're okay. Because he sent your, that great gift to die for you so that if you choose to believe in him, you have eternal life. You have eternal life. Christians, are you listening to me? You choose to believe in him and you never have anything to ever worry about. Because even if the worst were to happen here in this crazy world, it's okay. You're sitting under the tasty cake tree just eating away, baby. You know, you're in heaven. You're good. You're okay. It's just fine. Amen? So very, very, very important. This Christmas season, I want us to allow God to bombard us and you mind if I say it this way, kind of knock the hell out of us Amen. with his love. Amen. Amen. Amen? I mean, his love. Do you realize, is everybody listening? Before he even created the world, he chose you because he loved you to be in him, in his family, right with him. He chose you by name. Put your name in there. You. You. You can't earn it. He chose you already. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Mr. Eli, could you get me a water, please? Thank you. He chose you before he even created the world. Awesome. Powerful. Amen. I'm going to ask you this, and I want you to be honest with yourself. Do you believe that? Amen. Do, do you see that catch? <laughs> do you 
believe it? Do you believe this? You online, do you believe this? Are you still trying to work out your salvation by yourself? I want you to understand, you'll never be good enough. You'll never do enough. You'll never be pretty enough. Even I'm not pretty enough. You know, it's just, it's just never enough. Amen? Amen. You got to understand, it's never, ever, ever enough. Let me tell you what he chose you for. If you back up one verse in Ephesians chapter one, verse three, don't need to talk, don't need to go there. It is God's will. It is God's will to pour out on you every, every spiritual blessing in the heavens. Tell me you ain't got no Christmas. I keep hearing, well, you know, I'm probably going to have a bad Christmas. Your choice. Your choice. God Almighty, he already chose you. He's already put together a package, a gift for you that he wants to pour out on you that is absolutely, absolutely all the spiritual blessings in all the heavenlies. Are you allowing him to do that? Well, that sounds too easy. Well, how's that making it hard working out? Why do we make it complex? Why do we make it hard? God Almighty chose to do that. Yet for some reason, we kind of, well, you know, I kind of believe that. Well, quit kind of believing it. And choose to this Christmas, believe it. You want to have Thanksgiving? Think about that. Live in that. Choose to believe in that. All the spiritual blessings in all the heavenlies. I'm sorry I'm excited, but I think this is something worth getting excited about. Amen? Much more than a football game. Amen? They lost last week, so they're the season's open. No, I'm just kidding. But no, this is so important. I, I want you to think about who we're talking about, all right? I want you to think about this one who has chosen to love you. He is the creator, almighty, creator, king of the universe. And he decided one day, before he even created the universe, to love you. Put your name in it. Me. Yeah, you. He chose to love you. Amen? Now, let's, let's put this together. Pastor, you don't understand. I got struggles. I got problems. I got difficulties. I just thought I got stuff. Now, let's think about this for a second. The almighty creator king of the universe who created everything, he created billions and billions and billions of stars. And our sun is one of the smaller ones. Think about that. And he took all them, read Psalm 8, with his fingertips. Okay? I don't know about you, but I, I wouldn't look forward to that because I burn my little pinky. <laughs> with his fingertips, he took those stars. All billions and billions and trillions of these stars 
place them in proper order. Gave them a name. I doubt that his name for ours is son. That's isn't that a sissy name. You know, he probably got something spectacular for ours. You know what I'm saying? Now I want you to take your life and your problems and your struggles and your past and your present situations and your fear of the future. And I want you to put in in that context. Do you honestly believe that the almighty God who loves you is going to struggle with your problems when he created billions and billions and billions of stars and put them in proper order and, and placed them and keeps them there and gave them names? Do you honestly believe he's going to struggle with your problems? Oh, but pastor, you don't understand. I I got little things that are just bad in my life. I I got some people in my life I I really don't know how to deal with. You know, I, I, pastor, I... They're just little things that come up in my mind and my heart. And, man, Pastor, it's just bad. And I, I, I just always seem to be distracted by that stuff. And I, I don't know how to get over it. And I, I want you to think for a second about the human eye. He not only created all these billions of stars, but he created the human eye. It has thousands and thousands and thousands of functioning parts and pieces. I get a kick out of people who believe in evolution, the Big Bang Theory. It just happened. Yes, and I'm running for Pope next year. All those, because when we really notice it, it's when something goes wrong with it. Then all of a sudden we start to realize, wow, God keeps me in my sight. He keeps those thousands and thousands and thousands of functioning parts aligned and functioning And he keeps all those electrons that are going to that brain. He keeps all that together. I don't think there's anything, no matter how meticulous it might be in your life, that he doesn't know about. And because of his great love, he can't heal and deal with. Wow, okay, all right, that's great. So Almighty God loves me with a vast power and glory. And he loves every meticulous detail 
in my life. Hmm. Okay. So where do I go with that? In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. Everybody got that? Look at the three, three first words. Love never fails. There's the crux of the healing. There's the crux of the salvation. But also, there's the crux of the problem. You see, this morning, you will make a decision. God know, meticulously knows, and God absolutely has the ability and power to deal with my situation and my life, no matter what it might be. I mean, think about it. If he could put billions of stars in the sky properly, keep them in order. If one of them got all wackadoodle, the whole place would go wackadoodle. Right? And God knows every meticulous detail of my eyes. He knows every meticulous detail of your life, no matter what it might be. And here's the cool part. God's love never Okay, please don't take this wrong. But we can sit here and say amen. When it counts, when you go outside of here and that stuff comes. That's when we have to ask ourselves, Do I actually believe love never fails? You see, when that stuff comes, we've got a choice. We can either trust that God knows about it, every meticulous detail, and that he has the ability to deal with it and conquer it and overcome it, or I better help him out because he may not truly understand and he may not truly do it the way I want him to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, where we Christians get all messed up is we say we believe, we say we trust, then comes the stuff. Then comes the temptation. You see, temptation is sin, is, not, is nothing but a lack of trust. Because when that temptation comes, the struggle is we believe we can do better for ourselves than God. I can help myself enjoy something better than God. This is going to be better for me than what God wants for me. God may not know how to deal with my situation. There are idiots in my life, and I'm not sure what to do and say. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. There are things that 
come at me and I don't know how to deal with it. Here's a biggie. There are some things that have been coming after me and at me for many, many, many years. Anybody here ever failed? (laughs) Huh? You know what I'm saying? Please, don't think that anybody sitting here or standing here has never failed. That's just not real. So we've got to gather ourselves when that, those things come at us and go, okay, the God who created everything that is chose me and loves me. The God who created every meticulous detail in this world chose me and loved me, loves me. The question is, am I going to believe that in this situation, I don't have to worry and I don't have to help him out? He knows what he's doing. And when he determines to do something, it gets done. Come on up, kids. I want you to have the greatest Thanksgiving you've ever had in your life. How, Pastor? Go into it knowing that the creator God of the universe chose you. He's got a perfect plan. When stuff gets messed up and wackadoodle and there's temptation or there's trials or stuff happens, you need to decide now. He knows what he's doing. And he will never, ever fail to accomplish his wonderful will of love and glory in my life. I want you to have the greatest Christmas. We're starting today. We're starting today. God Almighty, creator, king of the universe. (laughs) He gave me the greatest gift in all of history, in all of human history, in all the history of the universe. He gave me that great gift. And that great gift is his son. And while his son was here, he accomplished everything I will never, ever, I mean, I will ever, ever, ever need so that I could be right with him and I can know he's got everything under control. I have nothing to worry about. Hallelujah. You want a great Christmas? There it is, baby. You want to to know what to tell your relatives and your friends about him? There it is, baby. We're going to keep talking about it this whole Christmas time. All right? Please, while we're singing this song, make that decision. Make that decision. A decision is not a wish. A decision is a decision. A decision is 
is decisive. A decision is boom. Make that decision. Let's stand. We'll sing and then we'll pray. Amen. Amen. Uplift a hand. Father, during this Thanksgiving to Christmas time, I choose to be bombarded by all the spiritual blessings in the heavens. I choose for God's love and grace to be on me in such a powerful, mighty way that every person around me, around me asks me, why am I so stinking weird? I choose for God to so fall on me that all the bitterness, all the frustration, all the hatred, all the junk from the past just falls off on me. I choose for Almighty God to do something great and almighty and powerful in my life and that I will never, it will be a Thanksgiving and Christmas that I will never, ever, ever forget. And all God's people said, amen, amen. Before you go, please, everybody's welcome this Saturday morning to come, and uh, we're going to put up all the Christmas stuff, and people ask me, well, what about my kids? What's Christmas without kids? Come and just have fun. I'll have sweet rolls and bagels and all that kind of stuff out here, and we'll just have a great time together. Everybody's welcome. All the kids are welcome, just like my grandchildren, no matter how bad they are. So, um, yeah. Let's just uh, all come together and start a Christmas right. Nine o'clock, we'll probably be done by 10, 1030. It's not going to be till 12, but um, everybody's welcome. Please come. Please have fun. Let's put this up together. Thank you. God bless.